0: Listen to What Could Go Right, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
0: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor.
1: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
0: Follow Impromptu now, wherever
1: you listen.
2: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
1: This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio.
0: Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class a show that explores the past one day at a time. I'm Gabe Lusier, and today, we're talking about the time when the original underdogs of baseball banded together and finally pulled out a win. The day was October 4th, 1955. In a surprising upset, The Brooklyn Dodgers won the World Series, beating the New York Yankees 2-0. The win had been a long time coming for both the team and its long-suffering fans. The Brooklyn Dodgers, formerly known as the Trolley Dodgers, had lost the World Series seven times since 1916, with five of those losses delivered courtesy of the New York Yankees. By 1955, the team had established a reliable, if not discouraging, pattern. They would chalk up win after win all season long, make it to the World Series, and then get trounced by the Yankees. But finally, just once, during their eighth shot at the title, the gods of baseball took pity on the Dodgers and delivered them a long-awaited win. The first six games of that year's series had adhered to the old idea of home-team advantage. The Yankees carried all three games at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, and the Dodgers won all three games at Ebbets Field in Brooklyn. And since the final match was to be held on the Yankees' home turf, and in light of the two teams' lopsided history, the expectation was that the pattern would hold, and the Dodgers' cross-town rivals would be victorious yet again. But there were early signs that the game might not play out as expected. In the fourth inning, the Dodgers scored the first run of the game when catcher Roy Campanella hit a double, and teammate Gil Hodges hit a single to send Roy home. In the sixth inning, the Dodgers managed to load the bases, thanks in part to a crucial Yankee error. With the pressure on, Gil Hodges came through again, hitting a fly ball to center field and giving Dodgers shortstop and captain Pee Wee Reese enough time to make it home. In the bottom of the sixth, the Dodgers were winning by two, but their lead was hanging by a thread. The Yankees had two runners on base with nobody out. That's when Yogi Berra knocked an outside pitch straight down the left field foul line. It seemed like the kind of hit that would surely send both runners home, tying the game at 2-2. But that's not what happened. Instead, Dodgers outfielder Sandy Amoros made a miraculous catch and got the ball to first base, canceling out the Yankees' double play. The Dodgers held on to their lead, and in the bottom of the ninth, the Yankees were at bat with two outs. In the game's pivotal moment, Elston Howard hit a ground ball to Pee Wee Reese. Reese, who had been with the Dodgers through all five of their World Series losses, later commented that, quote, it seemed to take hours to pick up that ball. But in reality, he scooped it up in the blink of an eye and sent it flying to first base, where trusty old Gil Hodges caught it in time to win the game. More than 62,000 fans watched the Dodgers win in person, and even more watched it at home and in color to boot, as this was the first championship ever to be televised in color. Brooklyn took on a carnival atmosphere that night, with people dancing in the streets, blowing horns, and of course, setting a few celebrational fires. In hindsight, the celebration seems bittersweet, because the 1955 World Series proved to be the only one the Brooklyn Dodgers would ever win. In 1956, things went back to status quo, with the Dodgers making it to the series again, only to lose to the Yankees. The year after that, in 1957, the team's owner decided to ditch everyone's least favorite borough in favor of a fancy new stadium in sunny California. The move came as a harsh blow to the residents of Brooklyn, but it likely did wonders for the players' morale. As of 2021, the Los Angeles Dodgers have won the championship five times and counting. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you enjoyed today's show, you might want to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any feedback you'd like to share, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or write to the show at at iHeartMedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class.
1: For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no sign-ups, no accounts, no hassle.
2: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity Voice Remote. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy.